Hi, I'm Cynthia Khan, founder of Amuse Now, and I'm here today with pop punk band Heart and Soul Radio. I have Brian Johansson who plays guitar. Hey, Brian. Hey, how's it going? And I have Skylar Inkley who plays bass. Hey, Skylar. Hello, hello. Thanks for having us. My pleasure. Well, congratulations on the hit single, Ain't No Life Like the Low Life. The video is also a hit. Yes, thank you. Um, it's, uh, it's been uh, good finally having a single out there, and you know, shooting this video was a blast because me and Skylar used to train together, um, kickboxing and doing all that, and uh, we got to you know, shoot it live and actually uh, put a story behind it which was really fun so uh, a lot of accidental hits and you know uh, kicks to the face punches to the face and turns out uh, fake fighting is a lot harder than it seems so did you get kicked a lot <laughs> sadly uh, I was being attacked in the video so Brian was the one that took the brunt of all the misplaced shots <laughs> <laughs> I accidentally uh, socked him in the nose pretty hard at least two or three times. That, that is very true. I actually, uh, I karate chopped Skylar right in the teeth. He has uh, some some real good choppers right there, and I just full-on karate chopped him right in the mouth one time. It was awesome. It was a fun shoot. It says that the video is a homage to the... Beastie Boys sabotage video and so besides the Beastie Boys who are your major music influences? I think uh, you know some of the, the big ones are kind of like 90s rock you know we're huge Nirvana fans and you know I like Pearl Jam quite a bit um, just really kind of the rock rock based like you know guitar based drums like that that's a huge thing for us so uh, Nirvana is really really high up there and then modern stuff like Foo Fighters are huge for us uh, Skylar what are your thoughts yeah uh, we had a pretty awesome situation that came up with uh, one of our favorite bands from the 90s uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of them but they're called Ruth Ruth and Brian had reached out to their singer and just relayed to him how big of fans we were and uh, sent him some songs and he was very receptive and you know said thanks for the free songs and complimented some of the songs so you know to us that was a, a huge milestone. Wow I, I love that when things like that happen it just makes your day <laughs> maybe your week. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I really also like the song Thieves in the Night. So tell us a little bit more about that one too. Skylar, go. Okay. So that song, um, we've had a lot of uh, pressure from the industry lately in our in our local uh, connections, and. Uh, a lot of people suggesting on how we need to do things and we talked to um, a bigger manager in town and um, we walked away from that meeting kind of feeling frustrated and uh, you know convinced that 
they didn't know what the hell they were talking about. So um, we continued doing things our own way, and we were about halfway done writing the album. And uh, we decided to write Thieves in the Night, and it's basically um, an answer to everyone's suggestions on what we should be doing and uh, how we need to direct our career. And uh, something that's really common in Denver is that unless you're playing with other bands that think that they're big, um, you know, bands in Denver don't think you're big. And, you know, for us, it's laughable because we've toured the country plenty of times. Your bio says that Heart and Soul Radio was formed from the ashes of former bands Amino and Dork. So it's time to tell us the Heart and Soul backstory and how the three of you met because you also play with Jimmy Blair on drums. Yeah, so that we have, you know, kind of a storied past, but uh, I think Dork started in early 2000s and uh, they got pretty big pretty fast and got on a warp tour and kind of had really made a name for themselves and uh, I had just uh, gotten out of just finished my master's degree in sound engineering so uh, I became a producer and went to find the biggest band in Denver and in my opinion that was uh, Dork and asked them if I could uh, record their album and they said no and then they ended up coming back uh, a few months later and said let's do it and uh, we spent like six months recording that album and at the end they asked me to join and uh, then we went on Warp Tour for two more years and then you know a few personnel changes and all that went from being a five-person band down to a three-person band so we uh, we've been uh, we've been around as Heart and Soul Radio since 2009 um, and it's you know, it's much easier to operate with a three-person band. You're only married to two people rather than being married to four other people, so that makes it a lot, uh, a lot easier. So, Skylar, were you in Amino? Yeah, yeah. Oddly enough, um, I used to be in Dork. I was the lead guitarist, and um, Brian being hired basically replaced me as the lead guitarist and uh, I think the the way that the roles were shifting in the band is um, I was becoming more of one of the songwriting core members and um, so it it was did cause friction at first for me and Brian um, I think you know truthfully Brian is ten times the guitarist I am so um, you know there came a point where it was like what's good for the band is to have this guy taking over the spotlight with the guitar and you know you do what's what helps the greater good of the band well Brian touched on it a little bit but so tell us a little bit more about your music backgrounds because I can tell you definitely had some training yeah um, you know I think uh, for personally for me I, I was in you know high school music like I played bass and show choir and all that, and then I went to get a uh, bachelor's degree in music performance. Uh, did classical uh, classical guitar for a little bit and some piano, and then uh, switched to my major to anthropology. Got my bachelor's in that, and then got my master's in sound engineering. So you know, a little bit of music 
background, uh, you know, the technical side of it um, for myself. But uh, I think mostly we've all just been, you know, jamming and, and learning on our own since we were, uh, you know, little kids. I started when I was 15. Skyler, go ahead and tell your story. Yeah, I... I got my first guitar, I think, for my 12th or 13th birthday, and uh, I went to lessons and stuff, and the lessons did not take very well, um, but uh, my singing background comes from being forced to go to church, and uh, I actually eventually was kicked out of church, but before that, um, they taught me how to you know, sing harmonies and um, I would get in trouble during choir because I would sing stuff that wasn't on the in the gospel or whatever. So uh, it it was I don't know it's a mixed a mixed experience. I appreciate you know the skills that harmonizing the church gave me, but at the same time it's not a lot of good memories. <laughs> I'm not going to go down that road with you, but <laughs> well. <laughs> you have over 40 videos on your YouTube channel, and they range from your standard music videos. You even have how-to videos and videos of your pets. So tell us, what is your video strategy? You know, I think it's, uh, in general, it's just to entertain. You know, that's what we've kind of learned these past couple of years with social media and all that kind of stuff. You're you're not just a band putting out music. You have to constantly keep people entertained. So whether it's webisodes or just funny clips or anything like that, you just you constantly have to keep rolling out media for people to consume. You know, and we try to be as entertaining as we we possibly can. You know, we shoot all of our own music videos and do all of our own editing and and all that kind of stuff. So uh, it's it's exhausting to do it, but our, our strategy is to just keep people entertained constantly, you know, and you can only come out with new music so often, but you can come out with really dumb clips uh, way <laughs> often, especially when you're us. So it's, it's easy to be stupid. Yes, Skylar, I think you have some with your pugs or something. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I was going to bring my... Uh my cat that has a donut on for the interview, but she was not feeling up to it this morning. Oh, well, you tell her, hope she feels better. <laughs> I will do. In addition to your YouTube channel, you also have a great website and you're on social media a lot. So why don't you tell us how you use social media to connect with bands and get the word out about your music? Well, um, I mean, Facebook is kind of our, our core, uh, and we, we, we try to use every platform, you know, there is out there. Uh, Facebook has definitely been where, you know, most of our energy is focused at, but we just try to take anything that's, you know, funny or interesting in our lives and, and get it out there so people, uh, you know, so people really can understand kind of who we are and, you know, connect with us on that level as well as, you know, the music that we put out. Um, so we, we just really, really like uh, doing topical things, you know. We pay attention to what what's trending and all that and, and throw out our own, uh, you know, view on what's going on and 
and do that kind of stuff. As you know, we, we like to do interviews and have dogs freak out in the background, so our singer has to leave and that kind of stuff. So it's uh, it is uh, it is ne there's never a dull moment in our lives, and we try to we try to throw that out on on the Twitter and the Facebook and the YouTube. Andy's back. How's your dog, Skyler? Yeah, my dogs are going crazy. I had to shut them up. <laughs> They're still alive, aren't they? <laughs> Until the interview's over. It's Amuse Now is about artists helping artists. It would be very interesting to hear what advice the two of you have for other indie bands who are trying to make a name for themselves. I would, uh, I would start out just saying, uh, you know, put material out there. I, I just constantly, whether it's music, whether it's photos, you know, videos, anything. You just you have to keep people entertained in this day and age because even if you have a song that really catches on, I mean that can you know, that'll fade away because people hear it a billion times in a day and you know, they forget your name. So you have to keep reinventing yourself like, you know, almost on like a weekly basis rather than Back in the day, you know, you could uh, you could you could live off of a song or something for a number of years, you know, if it was good enough. But now people forget your name at, uh, after a couple of days, even if you you know have done something pretty substantial. So that my my biggest piece of advice would be to anyone starting would be, you know, learn how to shoot video, learn how to edit video, learn how to build web pages, learn how to use Photoshop. You know, you got to be like a, a a, a media outlet just on your own and if you're paying everyone to do all that kind of stuff you better have you know a lot of money right Skyler? Yeah and and more than that I think what we've learned uh, through our personal experiences of doing the different bands is um, don't be convinced that you already know what your band is going to look like when it's successful. Um, I think in our minds, the picture of the band that would survive through all the stuff that we've been through is much different than the three of us. And um, I, I know that we couldn't be happier with the three of us doing, you know, our our current setup where we are working harder than ever. But uh, the rewards are ten times higher than they've ever been. Yeah, I think agility is key. You have to look and see and take feedback and switch direction if it has to happen so, and not worry so much about it. So, tell us what's up next for Heart and Soul Radio. We are uh, doing a pretty big, uh, you know, press push on our, our album here. We're going to be doing a radio campaign soon um, in the next couple months to really get, get some of our songs out there and then uh, on top of that we're going to be doing uh, you know getting a, a booking agent and start really going around and playing a lot of shows um, you know it's been four years we've been working on this album and really not playing out much you know we play out every couple months but uh, now we're really going to start you know throwing it down and, and playing live as, as much as possible so hopefully you know our, our songs will be on the radio and, and we'll be in the venues so and then we're just going to Kind of see where it takes us. Yeah, and I, 
I think it's a lot different approach than we used to do things. Um, the way we used to approach touring was we would get out on the road, play hundreds of shows, and then figure out what wasn't working or what could improve on the road. Um, whereas now we've rehearsed the entire show uh, or different sets of shows um, numerous times, and we kind of going into our last couple shows have you know how we want the crowd to respond, um, and we hopefully are setting up a, a show that you know cooperates with that and. Uh, I think this last two shows, we had a show in Omaha for a zombie walk, and then our album release have been uh, insane with the amount of energy that we've gotten from the crowd. So I think that is a noticeable difference. Well, guys, I had a fabulous time getting to know you today. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Yeah, that was... Uh... That was fun. This is our uh, first time Google hanging outing, so it's pretty awesome. Well, we'll have to do it more often, especially before you go on tour, so you'll have to get back in touch with me, and I wish you all the best. Good night. Thanks. Awesome. Thank you, Cynthia. Hi, I'm Cynthia Kahn, founder of Amuse Now. This featured artist presentation has been brought to you by Amuse Now Entertainment a website that enables artists to profit from their creativity. To learn more about AmuseNow, visit us at www.amusednow.com or email me at ccon at amusenow.com.